All right, where do you guys want to start today? Do you want to, you want to start with just get the, the news out of the way? You want to get the business end of the show done? You want to start with the, the college football discussion? Or, or do you want to get to the, the mock draft fun stuff? Like, what do, you, what do you guys want to do first? I'll put it to you. I think where we thrive is we start with the serious, boring news stuff, and then we just... When do we ever do boring? Okay, I didn't say that we were boring. I said sometimes, like, you, you got to follow along. Like, the, the news sometimes is boring. The, the contrived, normal sports talk, uh, we're just going to, like, update you on everything, that, that stuff. Right. So we, sometimes we start, like, I feel like we thrive when we start with the news updates. Everyone wants to hear whatnot, but instead of going into the minutia of exactly, it, yeah, exactly, and yeah. breaking everything down, and oh, what's best for blah 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 that you can hear everywhere else, then we go into going off the beaten path and and having some fun. Getting off, getting, we're getting off track we're today. We're not getting track. back on track. Exactly. All right, perfect. Game, is that okay with you? That's where we throw. I know you like Again, to get back on track. We, we start with the newsy stuff. All right, the headlines that you have to hear. Okay, and then for the rest of the hour. Let's just see where it goes. Like, okay. I think that's where we thrive. So let's start with the newsy stuff. Literally, yeah. as we were getting ready to hop on the show, we have breaking news. And I guess this is relevant to some people, and I guess this is what we're going to be talking about for the next two days, but it, it is what it is. Uh, Carson Wentz is being traded from the Colts to the Washington Commanders. So going from two of the best uniform teams with the Eagles and the Colts to maybe the worst uniform team in the NFL now. And I think that's all that matters. I think like cuz Washington's <laughs> not going to be good at football. I guess now the important storyline is like who is the Colts quarterback? You know who like if they They're had to be good at defense. If they had to go today, you know who the Colts starting quarterback would probably be? No, I don't know who they're Mr. Hookem himself, Sam Ellinger. That's true. Yeah, I forgot they they grabbed him. So if the Colts had to go today, it'd be Sam. Uh-huh. We're back. I I seen yeah. somebody report say they they actually might go after uh Mr. Trubisky. I don't know how true that is. I know you said the Giants um, before the show. I, I'm, I'm just lost for words about what the is Colts that are an going upgrade? To no, no, it's a downgrade. It's definitely a downgrade. Well, like, I get like Mitch Trubisky is usually available. Yeah, like, I like, that's an upgrade over Carson Wentz. Probably. I don't know where you go. You got a a nice team. Jonathan well, Taylor's nice. Yeah, yeah. No, they do have a nice team. Is are are they doing what uh, we talked about yesterday a little bit? And they. Uh, they're still waiting to see what they're getting back. Apparently, it's it's a a package of of picks there from Washington. Who Looks like a couple third are. rounders. But is there someone who they think they can grab in the first round who's ready to start right now? Maybe a, maybe a Kenny Pickett. You know, are they yeah? Are they falling in love with someone that they think can come in and, and take the job immediately? I mean, that, I think that's probably the most likely option, other than maybe a Mitchell Trubisky or. If they can somehow trade some away, like like uh, if they can trade someone away and grab like a, a Jimmy G or someone, but I mean it's Jimmy G. Uh, is that an upgrade from Carson Wentz when he's on the field? I mean, it depends how they want to run. The way they run their offense, I would say yes, because it's the way kind of San Fran runs their offense, kind of ground and pound, play action, right? Dink and dunk, just keep the ball. On our side of the field, don't turn the ball over. Yeah. So, I mean, I I didn't think about that. That's a good idea, Jimmy G. I mean, that's a nice option to have. I'm not a huge Jimmy G fan, but, I mean, is he an upgrade over Wentz? No, but is he safer? I would probably say yes. Probably, yeah. I don't know. It's it's crazy. So, 
yeah, you talk about that from that side, and then and then, you know, Washington. Like you said, I don't think they're going to be an incredible team by any means. It's with again, it's like with Carson Wentz. He's when he's on the field, I feel like he is a really solid, like really good quarterback. But it's keeping him on the field, and can you do that in Washington? <laughs> like mm-hmm. with with how their offense is, how that offensive line's been working and whatnot. So I'm I'm not sure that defense is going to be really solid, uh, but. Can Carson Wentz stay healthy enough to to keep them in contention moving forward? I, I don't know. I don't know if that's I don't well, know if that's true. I don't know the, if that's a yes. The Colts don't have a pick until forty seven. Oh, ouch! In the draft, so I don't know if you can rely on a mid second round pick at quarterback to be the guy. Well, that's what when I thought about it, I was like, well, I just saw it was a you know saw it was draft picks and whatnot. Thought maybe there was a first rounder included in there, but. If there's not a first rounder from Washington, then yeah, that's that's probably not grabbing one from the draft. Then that's going to start week one because I can't imagine you're picking a guy at forty-seven that you're that confident in. Let me shut this down real quick because this. Please people, do for the I love have, of God. I have some friends that be like, "Well, I, I did have uh, a friend." Text. I'm in this conversation, but okay. No, I'm saying I did have a friend text <laughs> and was like, "Uh, you know, the Colts are a contender. Could they trade for Matt Ryan? We can't." The Falcons are not letting go of Matt Ryan, man. Uh, I would say it'd be interesting just depending on yeah. Like if I, I really don't think you'd have to trade the Falcons that much for Matt Ryan. No, that second round pick and maybe uh, one I of think, those. Thirds. No, you would just have to eat the contract. Yeah, and the good thing about Wentz is they traded him to Washington, and Washington is eating that full blown contract. I want to say it's twenty nine million. They're eating that contract. Would you eat, say, ninety percent, eighty percent of Matt they, Ryan's? If they can, like if they can absorb Matt Ryan's contract, I think it's worth it just for a one year, kind of like what they did with Phillip Rivers, right? Mm-hmm. Where if you feel like you're a good quarterback away from contending for a Super Bowl and you can afford to take Matt Ryan for this year, I think you do it because next year it's much cheaper if you if it fails to drop Matt Ryan, right? Like the year, I should say the year after. It goes from like a $48 million hit to like 15 yeah, and that wouldn't be a bad option. If you're the Colts, I would go all in on Matt Ryan. I don't know how, you know, willing the Falcons are to part ways with Matt, you know, but if I was the Colts, I'd go all in on Matt right now. I think and say, it's a hey. combination of things, right? I think it's, it's one, Matt Ryan's still productive. Yeah, very. He's, he's still productive, and the other side of it is you're kind of, it's a forced marriage at this point just because of that contract. Mm-hmm. No one's going to... For the most part, no one's going to trade you for Matt Ryan and eat that contract. And so is it worth it to lose Matt Ryan and still be on the hook for, say, $30 million? Yeah, and that's... Is that is that worth it? That's the thing. You, or, do you just play out, or do you just play out this year with Matt Ryan as your quarterback? True. I think they'll play out, but a scenario, that's the thing with the Falcons. If you trade Matt, you got to have that conversation with the Colts. He was already going to eat $28, 29000000 million with Wentz. Just eat $30 million from Matt, or maybe a little bit more. I mean, Matt, with that O-line... The receiving core with Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor and that defense, like there'd be a contender to me. I guess like the thought process for Falcons fans would be you don't want Matt Ryan there potentially this year, not because he's bad, but because he might be too good for you to end up in the top five for one of those elite quarterback picks next year. But my question is, is there a quarterback next year that's worth tanking for? I would say I, I give you one. And I love CJ Stroud. I told you that. I don't know if he's worth tanking for. But I, all, I I cannot lie to you. Bryce Young, is he's worth tanking for, in my opinion. I mean, to watch that kid do what he did this year, you lose, you know, John Metchie in the SEC Championship, 
and then you lose Jamison Williams at, basically at halftime or kind of like in the middle of that national championship, and you still go out there and produce against one of the best defenses we've seen in the past couple of years mm -hmm. and the season he put forward to as a sophomore in his first year playing, and he still has another year to play, he's worth tanking. Everybody else, I'm kind of like just sitting at home like, you know, Caleb Williams, I don't think he could come out this year, but C.J. Stroud and Spencer Rattler, I mean, I like those guys. If they fall, cool, but worth tanking, no. I don't – Bryce Young, like we saw the picture of him next to Stetson Bennett, and I know, I know, like things have changed, right, where it's a, a smaller quarterback, i.e. a Kyler Murray. Even though we haven't really seen it have huge success in terms of the ultimate goal of like winning in the playoffs, Bryce Young's small. And I know he was without a couple of wide receivers against Georgia, but there was times last year, i.e. against Auburn, where it looked super okay. So my point is, does he not deserve to be a first-round pick? No, certainly not. Like I think he's probably the best quarterback coming out next year. But much like this year, is there that Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, can't miss, this guy is unbelievable talent that you'd be willing to tank for? Like, apparently... uh Cook, the owner of the Dolphins, was was saying, I'll pay Brian Flores $100,000 to lose games so we can get Joe Burrow. I would say Bryce is worth tanking for. I wouldn't. Me, personally, I don't want my team tanking, though. I will say that. Like, I want to see a competitive say That's the only the reason field. you would move Matt Ryan. It's because yeah, your, your team's so bad that you don't yeah. want to just, like, win a couple of games because Matt Ryan's that good. And all of a sudden, you're not in the top five. I could, I could legitimately see the Falcons doing three things: tanking, um, and like you move Matt Ryan and you pick up like Trubisky and just say, "Let's see what we could do," or you move Matt Ryan and you feel like you have one of those one of these quarterbacks in the draft is yours, and you feel like you can move forward with him in the future, and you do that. But I mean, all indications, I'm pretty sure, unless Indianapolis just knocks Atlanta's socks off, Falcons are keeping Matt Ryan. Uh, it's interesting to me because at that point you're passing on Will Anderson. Who I mean, might be yeah. like the best edge rushing prospect we've seen in the last that's, decade. That's so yeah, true. I would still, I would still, I would still go Bryce Young, man, because I think that quarterback position is so, it's just so important, and he's he's really good. I mean, he reminds me of Russell Wilson. The way he you know evades and improvises and gets the ball down the field. He's smaller than Russell Wilson by a lot. I don't even care about the height By anymore. a lot, I do. Kyler Murray is really good. He's small. Russell Wilson's like 5'10". Kyler Murray's like 5'9", 5'10". And those two guys, they're the best. Some of the best in the league. I Kyler Murray is not day. one of the best in the league. He's definitely, he's top 10. I, I would disagree with that almost completely. I don't know if he's like, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I, I think he's fine. I think he puts up stats. Stats Ooh. don't matter. Kyler Murray's good. He took his team to the playoffs. That was a Arizona Cardinals team that lost... A couple of Christian Kirk, Lost D Hop, mm -hmm. some of those players, JJ Watt. And then they lose the like playoffs. then they lose like five games. Yeah. I mean to end the season. They went to the playoffs. Here's a With Kyler a Murray's here's Kyler Murray's game. wonderful playoff career. 0 and one, nineteen of thirty four, hundred and thirty seven yards, two interceptions. It happens. Some guys I mean, it took Matt Ryan how many years to win the playoff game? He had more than 137 yards and did better than zero for with two interceptions. Matt Ryan also put up two points in the playoff game. Absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, a Super Bowl champion, one and, of the best defensive lines we've ever seen. I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm not trying to make excuses. Kyler Murray lost. Yeah, and against one of the best D lines and one of the best teams. Kyler Murray seen. had 
less passing yards this year than Matt Ryan. That's okay. I mean, but, but, but you're telling me he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Kyler Murray is. I mean, he's also looking at Kyler Murray's rushing Do you actually believe yards. Kyler Murray is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, or are you trying to talk yourself into Bryce Young? No, Kyler, Bryce Kyler Young? Murray is definitely. Look at his rushing yards, his rushing touchdowns, and his passing yards and passing touchdowns as well. He's a dual-threat quarterback. So, of course, he's not going to have more passing yards. Like Lamar, he didn't have more passing yards, but who would you take, Lamar or Matt Ryan right now? I'll take Lamar any day of the week. I think Kyler Murray, he's – He's 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 really good, man. He's top ten to me, um, and I think Bryce Young, man, that's just not a guy you want to pass up on, especially what he did this year. That wasn't a great Alabama team this year. That wasn't Alabama of the past. I will put it like that. And he still took them to the national championship and almost took down pretty much one of the best defenses we've ever seen. Almost won that thing. Yeah, I, I will agree with you on the on the Bryce Young thing. Uh, I I. There, there's another aspect to the Kyler Murray and and his descent throughout the season, and that's also him having a head coach and guy who calls all the plays that, that has a history of underachieving and getting worse. The, like Now, I wouldn't say getting worse, but staying the same the more the season goes on. You have to adapt. You have to make your team better as the season goes on. And uh, Arizona, I, I think for the past few years, has come out explosive and just kind of windled. And, and, you know, slowly but surely as, as the season has gone on. We saw that again this year. So I would put that a little bit on on the coach uh, in, in that part as well. But I will say, I, yeah, I don't think – I don't know if Bryce Young is the prototype, right? Like the, those guys you're mentioning, Joe Burrow, the, the, the Trevor Lawrences, they're the prototype quarterbacks that, like – like you said, they have the skill level and the production that you can't I'm, miss. Dude, I'm not even talking about prototype. I'm I'm just talking about. But being, you're talking about size. I'm though, talking too. about. But I'm like, talking about. I'm talking about at least be Russell Wilson size. Yeah. And he's not. We saw the picture of him standing next to Stetson Bennett. Right. No. For and sure, we've man. all I met know. Stetson Bennett. Yeah. Stetson Bennett ain't six feet tall. I'm six feet tall. Right on the button. Yep. Right. You put me in bare feet up against a wall. You measure me. I am six feet tall. Stetson Bennett ain't six feet tall. And we saw the picture of them shaking hands after the national championship. Setson Bennett looked like he was eight feet tall compared <laughs> to Bryce Young. Right? Yeah. So this isn't like, hey, I don't like a guy who's only six feet. I don't like a dude who's a Baker Mayfield size, right? This is this would be something we haven't seen taken that high. Yeah. It, it, it would be it would be a changing not even a changing. And let me ask you this. It real, would be an enigma. Let but. me ask you this real quick, Cam. Uh if you if you have to have a quarterback win you a football game, would you rather have Kyler Murray or Dak Prescott? Kyler Murray, easily. All right, easily. Dak Prescott has one playoff win, and he's been in the NFL how many years? Like five. It was infinitely more than That's, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's had his first appearance this year. Dak Prescott's lost a lot of playoff games already. He has one of the best O lines in the NFL. Kyler Murray does not. Also, Dak Prescott has a, had a really good defense this year. He's the one that didn't show up. Didn't Kyler, Kyler Murray, Murray have like the best wide receiving core in the NFL last year? They were hurt. No, they were all hurt. Yeah, A.J. Green was hurt. DeAndre Hawkins was hurt. He missed the last, what, seven games. Christian Kirk was hurt. Zach Ertz, he came in from the Eagles. But Kyler Murray, I mean, if you ask the Cowboys, Kyler Murray or Dak Prescott, I'm telling you, all Cow- Cowboys would say, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, easily. Yeah. I would say also it depends on what you get this year. With this whole Bryce Young conversation yeah. and, and him being a talent, do you tank for him, whatnot? It depends on what you get this year. Because like you said, if, it's, if you're somehow in a spot and you have to choose between Will Anderson and Bryce Young and you have like Matt Ryan still on your team, 
I don't, I don't know how you go with Bryce Young. Because, like, Will Anderson's that unmissable as well. Unless maybe you get somehow Thibodeau falls and hit this year he just goes insane, has one of the best, you know, rookie seasons ever from his position. Then I think you're more comfortable in taking Bryce Young over Will Anderson. But the point you made about Will Anderson being there, um, and, and, and if he is and you have to choose between the two, I don't know how you do. It's tough. Can we say that there's been a successful Alabama quarterback in the league yet? Successful Bama. I mean, I wouldn't say so because they're all like really young. Because I mean, everything you were just telling me about Kyler Murray, he led his team to the playoffs. Mac Jones went to the playoffs, and Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I like I like those. I mean, I like I love Mac Jones. I love Mac Jones, but I think Jalen Hurts shocked me this year. A guy that doesn't have a really good arm. They say he can't read defense as well. And he kind of took uh, Eagles team. That's, that, that's fascinating to me because it's a guy who never didn't go to the college football playoff. Yeah, I mean, true. But yeah, and he plays for Alabama and Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma. No, but he can't read true. defenses. That's what you know. The hell scouts, out of here. You know, that's what scouts say. But he definitely shocked me this year because look how bad the Eagles were the two years before him with Wentz, and he took basically that exact team with a rookie wide receiver as his number one, took him to the playoffs. And I mean, yeah, I mean, well, we all watched the Tampa game. He didn't perform well, but still, that happens. He was just a. It was his first start in the. It was playoffs. Tampa Bay. It took the Rams like summoning a priest, yeah. and like having to drive holy nails into Tom Brady's coffin to keep <laughs> them from coming back and winning. Right. Like that's Tampa Bay. Like yeah, I think Jalen Hurst did pretty good. But what I'm saying oh, is, yeah. I, was, I guess the point I'm trying to get to with this is, have we ever seen an Alabama quarterback come out and be like that guy, like? Top ten in the NFL kind of guy. I think right. it's too early to say. Like it two yet. has two has been. I would say it's fair to say two has been a bust so far. He's been fairly And he didn't play he did not play with a coach that benefits a quarterback. Like Brian Flores, right. that offense was bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was a it was not a quarterback friendly system, right? Mac Jones, he was a rookie last year. I get it. Jalen Hurts went to the playoffs. But like, have we seen one of those guys that came out of the system? Because all those guys put up stupid numbers at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as we're freaking out about Bryce Young. Nick Saban called two of the most important football players that's ever played at Alabama. Yeah. Like, who was a better college quarterback? We've seen a year of, of Bryce Young, and we saw basically a little over a year of Tua. Who was a better college quarterback? Because right now I'd say it was Tua. I mean, because Tua played longer, but if I had to No, choose... I'm saying, like, it, you, you say he played longer, mm-hmm. but in reality, maybe, like, six or seven more games? If I had to choose one, I would yeah, go I Bryce. Know. Bryce has a uh, Heisman. Tua... The one national championship he led them to, he got blown off the doors with a with a team with a lot of NFL talent. But, he had say, a by, lot of but NFL by talent. by who? By Clemson. That was a good team. Yeah, the number one overall pick. And uh, Bryce Young lost to Georgia. Right. With who Stetson had like Bennett, one of baby. the best defenses <laughs> ever. Yeah, Tua yeah. also came back against one of the better defenses ever with 2017 second, Georgia. Second half, really. Came back and beat them and then broke his hip. Yeah, he did. Now he did break his hip. But I was still I love I love Tua. And but to I be still, fair, the year he didn't win the Heisman, right? He lost to Joe Burrow. No, that's true. But I will say this: I still like Bryce Young. I think Bryce Young is. I'm not going saying you don't like him. Being but the best. The, the original question was: Is it worth trading your franchise quarterback away, having your fans not care about your team for an entire year, just to hope in the hopes that you move up and get him? Because that's what Jacksonville did for Trevor. If I'm a Falcons fan, no, because I actually want to see my team compete. But anybody else. Yeah, I think Bryce. Like Young you think that you think that would be a smart move for the Falcons organization to leverage everything to go for Bryce Young. 
if they had to leverage everything, yeah, I do think Bryce Young is worth it. I really do. That's interesting. Matt I don't know. Jones made the Pro Bowl this year. I think Bryce is worth it. I don't know that I've seen enough. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with more. This is Second Down on ESPN Radio. Why do you always doubt me? This is the thing. Like, when I ask questions to people, man, they always, like, yeah, all right, you're right. That's not a camera <laughs> angle. It's like they're tilting their heads a little bit, you know? But, I mean, how much can you tilt your head to notice that difference? No, you're right. That's what, and that's why I asked the I, question, I, but because I, I wanted to yeah. see again. I like, think, that's it. Like, I think it's not I, me doubting you it is or doubt. thinking you're lying. Is, but but, if, like, but if, you had the, if you had the opposite of doubt, which is faith, then you would have believed me. Faith in a lot but of But you things. had a lack of you had a lack of faith and Absolutely you didn't believe not. me. I am a visual learner. I think because, I, I think like, I know I why bo- both of you guys things. are riding so hard for Kyler Murray and Bryce Young and the rest of the short kings. I get it. Oh my god. We're, no, Kyler Murray's oh, good. No, Cam, man. I get it. I get it why you're riding for Kyler Murray and Bryce Young so hard. Nah, Kyler Murray's good. No, but I I, I I get it. Like I can I can agree with you that Kyler Murray's good. We get to do this. We get to do this today. I just get why like, you're, su- oh, you're supporting way, your like fellow already, short kings. This is what this all has My been My favorite about, quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is 6'4". Did you hear him in the first segment? Guys, I am six foot. I'm right there. and look, Line him up next to me. Blah, blah, blah. And now he's talking about being us being short. Like, is this just today's show? It's just like I'm taller than y'all? Like, is it, is it really? It's not that big of a deal. Listen, for, you guys have too, right? a lot of advantages when it comes to that. You don't have to worry about hitting your head all on right. doors. Okay. Right, uh, when it comes to gymnastics and weightlifting, you guys are, you have a, you have a pretty big advantage there. Right, sure, yeah, no, that's great. Yep. You start talking about no, sports, what, like you no, start you start talking about sports, and it's just like, oh, well, I mean, they're there too, but you know, we're gonna go with these guys instead. All right, well, as we move into our college football previews here, uh, let's go ahead and just start off with uh, falling short. Okay, <laughs> go, go ahead. All right. First off on okay. the list, uh, we're starting in the first S- off on the list, well, Alabama obviously not going to be good because Bryce Young's too small. <laughs> <laughs> He's not too small to obviously be amazing in college. All I said is, is he good enough to tank for? I just want to put right. that out there. No. I, yeah. I just, I just want to put just, that out there. No, but if I say, if I say falling short in the SEC, what team immediately comes to mind? Falling short. Oh, so like I can't say Vanderbilt because they're just always there, right? Um, Texas A and M for me. Yes, sir. Ooh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Like that would so, be it. So falling short going into twenty two, like what we think they're gonna do? Like, yeah, like I think we they're, think they're gonna be disappointed. Yeah, no, 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 I, I, no, I, no, I, no. I just think they fell short in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I mean, I, I guess to be fair, Jimbo Fisher did say we're gonna kick his behind. The next time we see him in reference to Nick Saban, and they did, they did do that. Sure, but they also lost a bunch of stupid games, i.e., to uh, Arkansas. But expectations for Texas A&M in twenty twenty two, where are they at for you? Um, one loss. I don't think they're going to beat Bama. Nobody beats Bama two years in a row. But um, that's all you get from me. One loss. You got to go eleven and one and make the college football playoffs. I think that's good enough. That's my expectations. Um. Yeah, I I can see them with another year like that, uh, but I I think they're probably gonna lose another disappointing game. Like there's gonna be a head scratcher there, probably somewhere. I'd say ten and two, most likely win their bowl game, eleven and two. But I, I think it's gonna be 
I think it's going to be somewhat disappointing, even if you go eleven and two. I think if I set Texas A and M's over under coming into the season, it would be nine and a half. Yeah. I think what we're doing is we're coming off a season in which they beat Alabama, and then we watch Jimbo Fisher and his coaches cover the national championship game in the coaches' room or whatever, and then we watched them go out in the land of NIL deals and land the number one recruiting class in the country, maybe one of the best ever. Yeah. Right? Like we, so it's like it's there's this momentum behind Texas A and M that I think a lot of people are getting just caught up in. Yeah. I guess is the best way to put it. But yeah. in reality, what you're looking at is a team who doesn't know who their starting quarterback is. Mm-hmm. You are looking at a team who's losing their best offensive threat, I'd say, in CJ Spiller. Or not CJ Spiller, excuse me, Isaiah Spiller to the draft. Still, both really good running backs. You get the point. Yeah, yeah uh, no, absolutely. No, Easy Isaiah Spiller. Yeah. Isaiah Spiller, excuse me, to the draft. Uh, and their best defensive player, uh, Leal, is going to be a first-round pick or maybe an early second-round pick on defensive line. So they're losing a ton of talent. And I get they've been recruiting well, and then they just got the number one class. But that, to me, sounds a whole lot like a couple years down the line because look at what had to happen for Georgia. You had to stack five top three recruiting classes to finally have the depth to go and battle out for that national championship with Alabama. Yep. Texas A&M's in that division. So you had, the number one you start off with, you have to get past Alabama. I think LSU has done a really good job of going out and recruiting. I think Mississippi State is going to be a really tough out. Arkansas should be good this year. And so Texas A&M, I feel like they're going to be arguably the second best team yep. in the SEC West. I just think we have to pump the brakes before we start considering them a playoff contender. I mean, if I tell you your starting quarterbacks right now, could be not Zach Calzada, he's at Auburn now, but uh, Max Johnson, the LSU transfer, mm-hmm. Haynes King, or a true freshman. Yeah, you, no, you I'm, feel I'm, you feeling comfortable about your team's national championship aspirations? I'm not insanely oh. confident. No, no, because I mean, especially. I know it's a, another off season. You have more room to grow, whatever. But if if it is Haynes King. And we kind of see have have seen last year what that offense is like with him in there, and and it's not always consistent. It's it's not great. You saw Calzada come in and and start doing better things. If it is Johnson, I'm not insanely confident in not only like I was more confident with him going into last year than I am this year, and not only that, but now you also have the learning curve and the chemistry to build with that offense around you, and either one of those guys have to come in and be the guy for that offense because Spiller's gone. You don't have that guy you could just turn around and hand it off to and, and have 20, 25 carries a game and completely lean on him. So, uh, no, I, I think that's probably the focal point for me, too. That big question mark is is really making me hesitant with them, especially when I think of last year. And you know, I know I bring this up a lot. They lost some head scratchers yeah. last year, and they also won a game against Colorado like 10-7. to 7. So... I mean, if you go out and have a performance against like that this year or two, you could very easily fall to nine and three real quick, and and then we start talking about Jimbo. Now, yeah, I think there is some room to to be happy and be excited. Devin Achain sure. is a, yeah, yeah. a really good football player. Like he, Percy Harvin esque, I think is the best way to put it. Let me ask you this though, Cam: If you are Jimbo Fisher, you'd want your best offensive skill threat at spring practice with you, right? Yeah, you would. Like, you'd want him running through. Well. 
that's not the case, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but I can see why Jimbo Fisher might be kind of grumpy about it. Devin Achain is spending his spring with the track team instead of going to spring practice. I mean, I could see I, I could see him being upset because Jimbo, I mean, regardless, he's a coach, a football coach. He doesn't yeah. care about track, man. He's trying to see how he can win this year, and you're his most important player. You need to the be the best football player yeah. on their team by, like, a long shot. Ooh, I mean... I wouldn't say that's a huge deal. If the guy wants to go out there and get conditioned, by all means, do that. But he has to also think about, you know, you're a football player. I just brought in the number one recruiting class. Um, I'm trying not to get fired, but it's a lot of expectations this year because I don't know if they're going to go 11-1, but my expectation is 11-1. They better do it. I think that would be significantly overachieving. Yeah, oh, yeah. But my expectation, they have to go 11-1 this year. It's it's been too much underachieving for Texas A&M, in my opinion. Will they? I doubt it. But my expectation will be you need to get it done. Well, before, before we go to break, why don't we take a look at that schedule real quick. They start off with Sam Houston, so let's just, let's just count it. One, right? Mm-hmm. App State, tough, but Two. Think, I think Texas A&M just leans on them and they win that football game. Like I, a 34 to 10 I, I, I don't know why you schedule App State. I think it's stupid. Yep. You, should, you should never schedule a Sunbelt team as you're out of conference, but... And not because I don't like the Sun Belt, but it's because like, you could potentially be scheduling yourself a loss. Uh, so 2-0. Then oh. they have Miami. Yeah. I, I'd still I think Miami's Miami. interesting. I think Miami pretty clearly has the better quarterback with Van Dyke. And with some of the transfers they've had coming in and some of the guys they have coming back, Tyreek Stevenson's still hanging out on Miami's defense, right? They have some good running backs. They got some wide receivers. They got some good transfers coming in. And again, they have the better quarterback. Yeah. They're like one of my most interesting teams and i'd say like polarizing teams coming yep. up for this year it's just like what happens of course you got a new coach there as well I'm yeah blanking on his name I'm sorry mario cristobal yes yep. exactly but um, uh, but stick with texas a&m yeah. you feel like that's a win though you think yeah. texas a&m should win they're at home right? i would favor yeah. them right now then you have to hit the you have to hit the road again you're going to arlington jerry world playing arkansas where you lost oh uh, yeah i i i'll go texas a&m so there's that. the four though yeah at mississippi state starkville I, I give him that first too. real road test. I give him that at Alabama, new at South <laughs> at South Carolina, Get by a touchdown. Yes, <laughs> Ole Miss at home. That's the one where I scratch my head. Um, Jackson Dart. That's I'm, I'm slinging know, it around. I don't know nothing about Jackson Dart. I think he came. <laughs> well, he came from USC. Yeah, he's got the coolest football name. Dart. Yeah, Jackson, and he spells Jackson J A X. Only reason why I'm scared is because it's like Lane Kiffin and. We know what he does offensively, right. but he'll probably go for a fourth home. down seven times and lose. All right, so cool. So you're going with them, Florida. Where is it at? Nah, Kyle Field. That's a win. Yeah, that's a win. Yeah, yeah. either yeah. way. At Auburn. I don't know where Auburn's going to be, but I'll say yeah because Auburn's just not good. Look, they don't look right. good right now. UMass. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, I say one of the worst teams in the FBS. Classic. And LSU at home. Some of this stuff is a head scratcher because you don't know what they are going into the year, but yeah. they have a lot of their like tough games at home. So that's I mean I would lean towards still like. All right, so Cam has Texas A and M going eleven and one and just praying Bama drops a couple so they can get to the SEC championship. No, no, no. to take on his Kentucky Wildcats. <laughs> what in the world? I am not a Kentucky Wildcat fan. And that's only because Michigan can't make it. That's right. That's it. That's right. Don't like Michigan. <laughs> I was a I was a Michigan I think, State I think, supporter. I think we are significantly overvaluing I Texas saw you A&M. With a couple Michigan shirts. Oh no, yeah. I'm 
I'm not overvaluing. I just expect Jimbo to come in here and put in a phenomenal season. This year. I expect. Do I think it will happen? No, but I expect him to do that. The, though. Yeah, I don't even uh, know what that means. I need. Let's take it right. I need to wrap my head around. <laughs> I expect it to happen. Do I think it will happen? No. So I need to wrap my head around that. Let's just. We'll come back. We'll be right back. Cam, I'm still trying. <laughs> Try to wrap my head around what you said. This is Second Down on ESPN Radio, presented to you by the Uniform Source. I want to break this down. Because you just, like, sent my head into, like, a computer reset. Like, there's, like, source code in my mind, and I think that was the key word for, like, a system reset. You said, I expect it to happen. Do I think it will? No. Yeah. My expectations. Did you, so you contradicted yourself in one sentence. Kind of, kind of not. Like well, my I guess expectations with Jimbo. He has. Are you to trying go, to? My expectations are for him to go eleven and one. Do I think it will happen? No. So you're saying Jimbo Fisher should go eleven and one? Pretty much. I'm not trying to tell you what you're trying to say. No, I mean he should. No, no, no. Grown man, you can say whatever you want to. But are you saying like the the expectations from like the fan base from? the college football world from the administration is 11 and one, and you don't think that'll happen. Or are you saying in your mind, they should be 11 and one? No, I mean, I don't know what the fan base expects. Maybe 10 and two is good for Texas A&M. I don't know. But for me, that's not good. enough. I think like he expects his expectations are them to go 11 and one, but he expects to be disappointed. Pretty like much. he, you he are an Atlanta ex- fan. He expects them to be under, underachieving. He is an Atlanta fan. Uh, let's see if this disappoints you. Todd McShay released his post-combine mock draft for the full thing. You have to go to ESPN+. Plus, But we'll talk about the Falcons picks. Uh, at number eight overall, he has the Atlanta Falcons selecting Drake London, wide receiver out of USC. I, I'm not a huge fan of that, but if the, if the draft goes the way he says it goes, where two of the top offensive linemen are off the board, a bunch of defensive linemen are off the board at that point, then, yeah, I guess you can go DB, at that point, or you can take the best player on your board, and if it's Drake London, Drake London, I, I, I get it. If, if he's that good of a wide receiver, take him at that point. It's obviously not too high for the best wide receiver in the draft because we've seen guys like Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase go around that same area. So like, I don't hate that. It's the second pick where I'm like, are you good enough to leverage for this? And I can see where it would get exciting for some Falcons fans, but like, do you have enough team depth to leverage this? He has the Atlanta Falcons trading back up to 29, and taking Matt Corral. I love it. I, 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 who I figured you to? would. See, I, I, Cam just loves any no, quarterback not no, named Matt no, Ryan. I, no, no, so I, love, I love Matty Ice. Like, I love Matt Ryan. But you'd rather but love I, no, him as a, uh, as a commentator in the booth? No, no. Name. You can literally ask Kevin this. I said this yesterday. I said the eighth pick, you need to go either get a center or a corner. I do not want a wide receiver unless, like, we trade Good. back. Let the offensive line flow through you. Yeah. I like that. I, Good. I, I, Good. I would like an offensive lineman Good. or something. Good. But I, know, I did man. say those two picks trade up to get in the first round. And I've been saying that all year. And get a quarterback to sit behind Matt Ryan for a year or two. Matt Ryan is a good quarterback. You can see He doesn't have an ego. That's the good part about Matt. He doesn't. But he's also – he looks like a person that's willing to teach a quarterback that's coming in because he just loves the Falcons yeah. and he cares about the organization. Yeah. That's the only reason why I'm like, 
Get you a quarterback, and Matt Corral but, is that perfect But are the guy. Falcons good enough to leverage their two second-round picks to jump up for a guy who's not going to play? They're not good enough for nothing right now. Right. It doesn't fair. matter That's, what yeah. we draft, right. but I will say it's a step in the right direction because if you could get the quarterback, you could figure everything else I out think, a little I later. I think Matt Corral, based off of whatever kind of judgment I have, but watching all of these dudes in college, I think Matt Corral has the highest upside. Of yeah. any quarterback yeah. in this draft. He's super athletic. If you want to talk about Malik Willis running, Matt Corral can run. Mm-hmm. And he has an absolute, I, I mean, like space cannon for an arm. He makes some ridiculous throws and really wasn't injury prone in, until it's just kind of the curse, like played in a meaningless bowl game and had like a high ankle sprain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he could just stay healthy because yeah. he has a kind of like skinny, you know, body frame. I would love Matt Corral for him to come in, and whether it's two years, this year and next year, or just this year, sit behind Matt. But this is a guy, and people forget. They were, and I'm not saying he is, but you remember just a year ago when he had the big season. Oh, he makes Patrick Mahomes type of throws and things like that. I don't care about that. I just know the dude has a big, big arm, and he's mobile, and he's pretty freaking good. And if you could trade in the first round and get him, why not? And then get your guy at 8-2. You got two first-round picks now on your team. See, that's my thing. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, my problem with that isn't even the Matt Corral pick. It's everything around it, mm-hmm. right? It's it's giving up what you would have to give up uh, to go up and get it, paired with probably both your seconds. Paired with yeah, r- paired with getting the L- London at wide receiver. Yeah. Where I I just think you do need a wide receiver, especially with Ridley out now for a year and everything like that. Like you do need a wide receiver, but I think you need other things just as much, if not more, that you could build your team around in a better way. Um, if you get Corral for for the future and you have Kyle Pitts and London, that looks, believe me, like that looks sexy when it when it starts coming to like stats and things like yeah. that. But back to your point, every time we talk about the Falcons, you don't always need sexy to have a great team. You need muscle and meat and, and mean mm. on the inside, and mm-hmm. I would rather have that. And I believe... What's the su- what did the Super Bowl come down to? Exactly. Exactly. The that. Bengals the, the Bengals yeah. the Bengals could not protect could not protect Joe Burrow. Right. Right. And he was scrambling for his life and at the end it cost him that drive. And then when he looked at all the other lines of scrimmage, right? The the Rams, if they lost that game, it would have been because the simple fact they could not block Cincinnati up front. Mm-hmm. Right. So it just it always comes back to lines of scrimmage. Kyler Murray had one of the best seasons we've ever seen a couple years ago. You lose your top two offensive linemen, he can't breathe, and he's running 500 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Yep. Right? Football's a really simple sport. If you can whip the other dudes up front, you're going to have a lot of success. Georgia just proved that this season. Super uh, yeah. uh, super good, not elite-level offense with a bunch of young guys having to make a leap, bunch of freshmen having to make plays on that offense to win, but why'd you win the national championship? Because nobody could do anything with your defensive line. We've talked about this before. I, I I want them to just touch strictly on O line and D line, unless guard. I would came. I would not be upset if they spent the entire draft just no, drafting no, linemen. No, no, I wouldn't. The only thing I would look at if that Matt Corral thing is up, then do it. But you have a couple of weapons yeah. around him. But if yeah. you could get just straight O line and D line, do it. If Why not? Yeah, if it's not there, don't reach. Yeah. All right. Don't reach for a wide out, please. Don't. We're a little bit over here. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back, wrap up second down, get you ready for three. Second down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. If you miss any portion of today's show, you can check it out on ESPNCoastal.com. Also, follow us on Spotify, YouTube. You can see all our videos on both Facebook feeds as well. 
uh, in the most perfect fit in the first round. Again, Todd McShay's mock draft up on ESPN. Plus, you can see the full mock draft there. Number 21 to the New England Patriots. You guys want to hazard a guess? It's got to be a slot receiver, right? It's got to be a player from No, Alabama. just you're going to be like, you're, it's, it's going to happen. You're going to be like, oh, of course. So it got to be like a tight end or something. Who? Nicobe Dean. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that would be Just bad. the perfect Patriots. Like, oh, you got the best linebacker in the draft at, at 21. The only thing worse you could have said to me is if you went to the Ravens. Yeah, just because your team would have to see him twice a year? Yeah, exactly. And then that it's like defense. every player that I want, man, goes to the Ravens. Like all the, going all the way back to Lamar. <sighs> Who's going to be a Steelers starting quarterback? Mason Rudolph time, baby? Please stop. Let's get after it. It is a guy y'all looking at. I'm not going to say it. Three guys air, I don't want. No, no, no. I don't even. I don't have time to list them all. That's fair. Mason Rudolph Terrible. era has begun. Bad dreams. In Pittsburgh. Three stop and it. out coming up next. Ben Troop, Kevin Thomas. Going to be full <laughs> coverage of what's happening in Major League Baseball.